It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up. I'm going to let this run. Let it run. You let it run. A couple times. (laughs) The whole podcast. (laughs) I just want the listeners to know that what they're going into. Now you bucked up. The, the special moment of the extended of course vision. thank you so much kate lirinoso for being on my podcast thank this you is for having me this is the first time we're recording from new york you are the I'm very special, special live new, from york. new york live from new york i get yeah. to represent new york guys. <laughs> you yeah everything you say <laughs> is going to be taken <laughs> as the whole of all of new york Please don't. All right, we were talking about my fucked up hairline before we started. That's what you were saying. I was saying, why would you say that? But you can proceed. Yeah, so we're talking about my fucked up hairline. And um, I feel like men's hair is kind... I don't know. I'm speaking for all men on this. Men's hairline is kind of what I imagine like a woman to feel like after she had a kid with her breasts. You know, it's like you're so proud of them, but as you get older, they they just get more and more ruined and you just feel badder and badder about them. And that's how everybody I feel. <laughs> that's how I feel about my hairline. All right, welcome. Yeah, welcome to my uh, podcast. Number two is all positivity, and I I already I already broke it. It was rough to hear, but it was realistic. So it was yeah. like Caitly. So people say you have a shape up. Uh, <laughs> I and I always struggle to understand that because I'm like, what do you mean? Like this is just like how my hair line goes it's looking fine i don't know and what they people, mean like think like i just gotta f- just gotta shape up like you're always walking out of a super cuts and i'm like what <laughs> this is just that's like, just and now you. i'm trying guys look at the baby hairs <laughs> welcome to being out of the house have you been able to be doing stuff or are you well you know my job wanted to have me work from work so oh did they so I never really had an option but mm. to be outdoors, you know. At least you're not stuck at home with your family all day. I feel like working. I love you guys, but. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I really yes. hope your family's not listening to this. <laughs> I know. I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them to listen. I'm going to just, like, they know it. They know it. I locked the door on them. I'm like, please. Like, <laughs> space. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Quiet. Yeah. So, but, but been... no, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to, in that sense. Um, have been working from work but at the beginning of the pandemic i was like have me working from home please have me working from home asap how many days did you get into working from home when you're like have me working at work i can't be doing this (laughs) zero it was always like we'll talk about it yeah it's working out it's working out and then like someone ended up getting training for it and i was like "Ooh, it's really it's looking real hopeful and then nope nothing Nothing. and i was like you know what caitlin let go what are you doing for work um, I am a production assistant at local news station, Pix11, and I'm very happy there. It's like what I would say my senior year of college like would be my dream, but like I never really tried to go for it because it's like really hard. Because yeah. it's this market, New York, um, and the experience that I had was just like so um, little compared to what a lot of other journalism students would have at my at my graduating stage. And I was lucky enough to blessed enough to <laughs> get it so here we are and do you like working local more than working national yes yes because for me it's all about people like 
I hope my coworkers are not watching, but it's not really about the news for me. It's we don't get that many <laughs> listeners. You don't. You don't have to worry. I don't want. I don't. I don't really care that. I mean, the news affects the people. That's why mm-hmm. I care about the news. But for me, it's all about the people and telling stories about the people and what the community is going through and experiencing. So that's why I'm happy to be in local and national. I really wouldn't have the the chance to do that. What was your problem with working national? You don't have to give what company you're working for, but you know, some exploitation, you know, working overtime OD and no benefits. You talk about 50 hours a week to get one sick hour. That's crazy. That's crazy. And you were working overnight (coughs) too. Yeah. So it was like really hard because like everybody socializes and engages, gets things done in the daytime. And I'm like, I need to sleep. Like I need to rest. And then the times that I like, a few weeks into my job, I tried to um, socialize and be like more engaged in my friend groups. And it was like super hard on me. It was like burning me out. So mm-hmm. I tried my best, but uh, I only lasted six months there and I dipped. You dipped and I then you dipped <coughs> without a job aligned. Um, it was a major leap of faith. <coughs> Let's have some water. Of course. No. Understandable. We have. Mm-hmm. I had some um, gushers and sour patches before this. And yeah, the AC would ruin the sound, so we're gonna get some dry mouths on this podcast. <laughs> oh my lord, no, I'm comfortable. Um, ¿Qué yo decía? We were talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what that means. <laughs> yes, but you were. You no, you were talking about how you left with no oh job. Oh yes, a major <laughs> leap of faith. A major leap of faith. Um, but at that time, I had already interviewed for Pix Eleven, and that's what I was hoping like was for me, was for me, was for me. And I ended up getting it on the last day of my job at National News, and I was like, "Thank you, Jesus." And actually, I was in a car accident two weeks before that. Are you? K- that basically blessed me enough that I was able to survive the two weeks of unemployment that I had w- because my bills are always in the first two weeks of the month. Mm-hmm. It's so hard. It's so hard. But I had all my bills in the first two weeks of the month and that car accident paid for it. And then I started working the 13th and it was just perfect. So everything worked out for it me. It all worked out. Do you feel <laughs> do you feel a, like a deeper connection to who you're working with on a local level? Yes, and I just feel like now I have more chance to like express what I actually care about in news, which is the people, and and now it gets heard more. Like in national, it would be like very easily disregarded because it's it's like about the audience. How many people mm-hmm. does it impact? And I'm like, it impacts his family a lot. Like it does matter, but in national, that's just not the focus. Do you feel that news is? I don't know how I feel about politics is. It's really important on the local level, like to mm-hmm. be in your community, to know what's going on, to elect leaders that you feel yeah. like are going to help your community. And that's not more important than national, but it's it's the building blocks. Do you feel it's the same way with news? Like you're you're helping the community more, you feel, than working national? Yes, for sure. Um, and I think that that's part like being a part of local news allows you to also acknowledge what other people are doing in the community. And I think it encourages that um, sense of togetherness and community that national news really doesn't ever make time for. And it's important to see that America is not just this place of like controversy and, you know, political messes and all these things, but you, it's also important to see in, in the news, like people's stories, people caring for each other, people supporting each other, um, going out of their way to, um, provide for a community in need. So I think that 
not not like at least by being in local i get to shine a light more on those people that are doing those type of efforts in the community yeah i was reading your article that you did with the um the new york times Ooh. yeah shout out <laughs> um new york times uh, student journalism institute because i don't want the new york times to be like Caitlyn. um come correct i really <laughs> hope they listen to my podcast and sue Can you from <laughs> <laughs> no but i was reading that and you have a very um unique voice and it's kind of like a hopeful like the way you write uh, at least in that article and i i've we went to we went to college together so i know you're writing a little bit <laughs> it's hopeful but it's it's personal too like yeah do you when you wrote do you want to give like a little backstory to that article um so yeah so that for that um program it was a new york times student journalism institute we had two weeks to um be with the New York Times. One week was like training, mentorship. Um, we got a lot of guidance on what we wanted, the stories we wanted to work on. I was really interested in the Bronx Housing Court um, just because I have a lot of personal experience with it. <coughs> um, one of my aunts actually has a lot of ties to it. And I've had to, um, out of just like care and noticing the abuse that this um system puts on people in in the bronx i would have to step in and like be there for my aunt and it was crazy to witness like so much disregard for people that are like trying hard they're just trying to survive people that would come in with their children people talking about like they're missing hours from work and the judges are taking forever and like all these different things but like it's not just the judge's fault and like through that um article that i did with the new york times i was able to interview a judge and get more of their perspectives and hear about what they need and what more they want to see as well so it was it was great to have that insight because i've only been from the side of like um, like a tenant and so that in that story I was able to focus on a gentleman and a mother and a son um, it was an older man who was basically in and out of the Bronx housing court. Harold Harold what was his last name I can't remember oh, my I'm memory is not good I understand I'm sorry. I know his name's <laughs> Harold that's <laughs> that's <laughs> and I have a picture of him at home and I it's so special to me but um how did you meet him it, I was just in the Bronx housing being being a, like a reporter a journalist just means like sitting around and like hoping someone talks to you and he was willing to talk and I was willing to listen so that's how that connection happened um and he was very passionate about getting his story out because he felt the disrespect was real and I was like yes sir yeah he was he was the one that his uh his case had been going on for what 12 years yes and this man was like on top of all his paperwork like all the bullshit that they gave him he was prepared for it thankfully but like had he not been like they would have caught his ass slipping a long ass time ago, but he's being persistent. He's like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. And so that's been a battle that he's been fighting for a really long time. And even uh, when I finished reporting the story, he was still, it was like an ongoing thing. So it's really frustrating. And the story of the mother and um, the child is also like that. And it was just Melanie. Yeah. Mel yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll share the article um, when I release the gas, episode. Yes, of gas, course, yes, of course. But it, it is really, it's sad. And it shows my little happy dance. <laughs> <laughs> but it shows the brokenness in the system and how like <clears throat> they don't have every like nothing is really figured out. Like there's they had to cut the um the the uh child care mm -hmm. because they didn't have enough funding. So like it's rough and like it, it comes at the expense of like a lot of these families like they depend on so many of these resources and just the effort of trying to battle through the struggle and like also pay through the struggle that they're like 
supposedly behind on or mm-hmm. whatever the problem may be. Like, it's rough to do that simultaneously. So they're just, like, barely ever to pr- uh, get the chance to progress. And so that's why it's frustrating. And I'm like, come on, like, this this system has to be able to work better than this. And you said you had an interest through your aunt that's how you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...that you got into it. Was there... When you... When you were, did you know that going in that this was the article that you wanted to write? This was, yes, but it's risky because you never know if people are actually going to talk to you. So I was there for a little while and it was not looking hopeful. Like I would just talk to people about their story and I would like, they would just like leave or something before I got the chance to express like interest in writing about them or learning more. Um, But this, like, I'm very patient now now um but that one i was willing to like sit out because i was like there's something here like there there must be there always is yeah so i waited it out and that's where i found um harold first and then i went back um actually melanie was one of the people that i saw first but she wasn't really willing to willing to talk at first and then her son was the one who was like saying all these things that were just incredible like i hate like not necessarily like he hates being here but like i spent so much time here like you remember when you picked me up from school and i'd be here and so like that's how the conversation started did you ever read the book room about the kid locked did you ever see the movie Tampoco. it's it's uh how it's old or new is this it's pretty uh maybe 10 years and it's it's a book from the perspective of a child who's been a captive his whole life in the basement of a guy's house. And the whole book is in his perspective, so it's really dark things are happening, but he's seeing it in a childlike wonder. Mm. And that's uh, how I felt when I was reading your article. Is it especially in the uh, short quotes that you use from him? He sees this kind of dark injustice as it is, but... um, but in this childlike wonder yeah. still. It's rough. It's rough because like like when he would express that, the mom would like hear that but feel it in a different way and I could tell. Um but it's really incredible how he yeah, experienced it. That was great that you were able to um highlight highlight there. Yeah, I mean his quotes were it was they they really resonated. So you said you talked to the judges too. I was um do you know the author Malcolm Gladwell at all? Tampoco. I'm like... No, no problem. I'm under a rock. I talk about him too much, but because I've been reading (laughs) all his books... We need to, like, if I had any little notepad, I'd be like, room, watch room. Who is who? Malcolm (laughs) Malcolm Gladwell. (laughs) But he was talking about this study that Stanford did about they went into um, the court system and they were talking about judge... They had computers judge cases and judges judge cases. And then they saw what what was better, and they actually the it was an experiment. Sh- it was an experiment, okay, and it showed <laughs> it showed statistically that the computers were actually more reliable and nicer to people, and that it was this thing that these judges are hardened by the system that they're in. I don't know. Do you being in there? Do you see that, or do you think the judges are? Um, I mean. Part of it can be so much like it can be a lack of resources. It can be a lack of time to evaluate the actual situation um, because it's always easy for like the landlord to have the upper hand mm-hmm. usually. Um, and so like when the tenants are always in a position of weakness and the judge may be lacking on resources and like 
th- I'm just trying to accept both sides. Like, it is true that the system can be very hard, but there's also that reality that they're not getting the time that they need. Even, like, the people supp- that are defending these tenants that are trying to get them the help that they need, mm-hmm. they don't have the time necessary to give these cases the proper attention to be fought properly because maybe there could be justice, but there doesn't seem to be enough resources and enough desire to get the people in the weaker position the support that they Mm. need like we need to like balance things out a little more yeah yeah you said that the uh the tenants don't have that the the people who own the uh landlords Mm -hmm. are the ones with the power usually is that a resource thing or does the system just look more in favor to them um i mean if that if there's this is like their career if this mm-hmm. is like what they're in the industry for they probably maybe even have their own legal team the lo- landlords may not even be there sometimes it's just like tenants seeking like damages like to be cleaned like fixed in their apartments mm-hmm. and they're not getting done um and there's just like that disconnect because there's like that always like there's a legal team in the middle and these tenants may not even know how to communicate with one maybe they're just getting official letters in communication so it's it's always like they have that type of upper hand where like the weaker popu- I mean the weaker group doesn't have the the resources or the knowledge to um properly handle the situation in their favor yeah do so it's a struggle do you how do you feel about write like journalistic writing versus uh, doing on air? Like, what do you prefer? So, because you do vlogs. <laughs> shout out, um, together, together with Kately. Yes. I need to stop with these happy dances because it'll be great. I'm <laughs> just gonna. Every time they're different, I'm just. Gonna, we should just mad. cut a montage of all her happy dances together. <laughs> don't put that um that intro song again because you will get me <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do it at the end we'll get the we'll get your dance at the end um wait yes okay so on air versus journalistic writing so that's okay so it was very hard for me to admit i had like this epiphany october 2019 that i was like oh shit girl you need to stop pretending that you want to be this cute little reporter daytime. Like, <laughs> this is Kately reporting live from, that's not what you want. And you don't want to really be writing either. Like, I love writing in terms of, like, journaling, um, things personal for myself, but not, like, um, and I also, like, enjoy, like, that Bronx housing court piece, like, things that I feel like are um, criticizing systems or, like, engaging in critical conversations that must be had about our community. Um those types of writings I'm okay with, but not something that, like, I want to do for my career. So, yeah, so, like, I am definitely not interested on in being, like, an on-air journalism talent. But I really, I really hope that my vlogging experience um, transforms this into something that can, like, maybe, like, a talk show or something. Like, yeah. even, like, so, yeah, so, like, I just hope that platform develops into something more. Pero, like... I'm happy behind the scenes as well in the newsroom. So like right now I'm per- I'm hoping to pursue or I know I will pursue um like the producer route behind the scenes. But before I was like, oh yes, I'm going to be on air and my grandfather, oh my god, Willow, I'm sorry, Willow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Willow. I'm sorry to your grandfather. I don't know what I'm apologizing. He keeps telling his friends and he's like, yo, my granddaughter, watch out, Kaylee is going to pop out. <laughs> like she's going to come out on NBC. She's going to be on Pixel. Little 11. did she little did he know. No, she's coming out on Bucked Up. (laughs) 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 All his friends are going to be proud now. (laughs) I was like, 
oh my god mommy i don't know how to tell him because he does not and every time like he'll sleep over we'll have like he'll stay over at our place and like the six o'clock or the n- night news comes on he'll be like caitly <laughs> it's gonna be you soon and i'm like well, <laughs> well little does he know you're scratching tickets for <laughs> oh my god for but he has his own <laughs> he loves lottery too does he okay <laughs> so he can't say nothing about my scratches but yeah vlogging is not what he imagines but one day we're gonna get my vlogs on tv somehow some way or together with Caitlyn on tv so i'm not that concerned that he'll not that he wouldn't see me on tv it's just that he swears it's gonna be like yeah. on like this is Caitlyn reporting live oh, from no. harlem <laughs> well shout out oh, wheaton college and talitha yes <laughs> oh my god yes Yes, that was one of the first things I want to address. The one thing, the first, <laughs> first thing, thing we're, we're 20 <laughs> minutes into this episode. The first thing that I wanted to address was how proud I am of you for keeping, because like I, we were talking about together with Kaylee. That thing is hard. I'm sorry for any of my viewers watching. I try to be consistent, but life, and I don't want to blame life too much. I could, I could take some of the blame. <laughs> I'd be slacking. That's called resistance. <laughs> you can't let resistance take and over. And in my, one of the list, the last lessons, yeah, one of the lessons I said, I was like, don't listen to the voice of resistance. Meanwhile, I'm like, I want to slack just a little. Ten days later, no episode out yet. Self-care. Uh, this is a self-help podcast. Yeah, this is <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to say, but 20 <laughs> minutes into the episode, this is a self-help podcast. But part of it is being real with yourself. So part th- I'm being real with myself. I'm getting, And so, yes, I want to acknowledge how proud I uh, Yeah, You are doing it. You're killing it. You're being consistent. I'm proud of you. I really appreciate that. Go you. I, I, I feel the same way about you. That's why I wanted you on, because you are doing it. It's hard. My own. I have <laughs> I have people to help me. I got a great producer, Ani. Shouts out. I got God to help me. <laughs> you were killing a girl. You I killed. got God to help me too. That's good. Yes, yes. Because I got Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually want to do plugs? Shout out to God. God's my plug. God's my plug. That's a t-shirt. By the way, what's keeping my hair hydrated? Oh, your hair's looking looking very nice. Thank you. Loyal oil. Should I put some in mine? Yes. And it smells amazing. Here you go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here you go. All right. I have to ask you a question while I put this in my hair so you can answer it. Okay. What do you think is the most challenging part about doing together with Kaylee? Like, what, what holds you back? Maybe it's the editing because damn, I be talking like because nobody could shut me up in front of a camera. Sheesh. And so I hopefully I can work on that because I imagine that if and when Kaylee together with Kaylee gets on TV, like ain't nobody going to be letting me go ranting on and on and on unedited. So I got to work on that. But the editing makes it so challenging because it go. I mean, I enjoy editing, thankfully, so I find it fun. But when I just go on and on and there's things that I need to cut and I'm like, Kaylee, you just wasting my time with that conversation. But that's it. Besides <laughs> that, I enjoy everything else. I love all of it. I love all of it. That's why I like doing this is because it's like it's an hour of me just talking with someone and I interrupt them and I can just go on rants and uh, no one's editing me. And if anyone tells me to be quiet, <laughs> come at me. <laughs> no, but uh. But the problem is whenever I edit it, I just have to listen to all my mistakes over and over again. And I just hate myself. Well, okay, like okay, I should like, do you want to take over my self-help podcast? Because I, I do not. <laughs> I can barely I'm not help- together. What are you, 
you kidding? <laughs> bucked up with Kaylee. Bucked <laughs> up together with Kaylee. Really oh bucked up, God. yeah. <laughs> but no, t- I want to know, what are one of your, like, the mistakes you hate having to listen to for hours straight? I realized how much I interrupt people and how I'm not good at staying on but topic. it's a conversation. I know, but... All right, like when I listen to people, like a con- like an interview, I get mad when the interviewer changes topics because it's like, I want to know more about that. Like, give me more about that. And so I'll just have this random thought, like a squirrel running by, and I'll just start chasing that with the partner. And people are probably, or even when I'm cutting the clip, I'm like, damn, that could be a good 10-minute clip that I can cut where people can really learn stuff, but halfway through I start talking <laughs> about my hairline. Like, I, like... <laughs> I see that. You know what I mean? It's tough, because I try, I try to keep this serious, even though it's called Bucked Up, and I'm sweating right now, and I'm not sure if it's because I'm nervous or water. hot. Okay, That's it's a little bit... Take a hydration water break. Water, water break. break. Yeah, we got like... <laughs> Yeah, do you want to play the song so Kaylee can dance and drink the... Oh. 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 Just give me one second. Oh, shit. What's the mannequin challenge? Okay. (laughs) Oh, the... It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. Damn, you you can't just dance. I studied dance. I have my minors in dance. (laughs) 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 They're fantastic. (laughs) No, so I literally have. Yeah, I tried to rap over it, and then I got nervous. I was like, I don't know what rhymes with hydration. Hydrangea? No, that doesn't even rhyme. (laughs) I'm not in the rapping. Put it in the comments. Put it, yes. Yeah, put it in the comments what rhymes it. with hydrain, hi, hydration. If you could do it, I'll give you, um, give I'll us follow. a bar. No, 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 no. I'll give you $25 from my um, Together with Kately, um little savings thing that I got going on. Everybody. Oh, shit. You, you're making money from Together Because I can't rap. You do. Give me the skills that I don't have. To, uh, to, um, wow me. Read a Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> I think that's how they teach you. Yes. Okay. So room, um, Malcolm Gladwell <laughs> and <laughs> <No>. Doctor Seuss. <laughs> I'm giving mental note, and I have bad memory, but I'm keeping track of. All right. Things. No. So I, I do. I studied theater. Uh, that was what my minor was, but also it was that. This is how little they cared about the theater department at Wheaton. <laughs> is it was no. theater and. I'm just kidding. Yikes. It was theater and dance. So on my resume, it says I studied dance. So whenever I go into interviews, they're like, do a little dance for us. And I'm like, I'm not a secretary on Mad Men. Like, <laughs> You've heard that? You've gotten that? Yeah, they're like, you can dance? <laughs> like, Yeah, they're like, can you want... Out of pocket. And I'm just like... <laughs> oh! <laughs> I can't even do it. My brother does it so well. Hits Shout out to wall. my brother. Shout out to it's your... Like, yeah, you I, have to toss that ball up. And then catch it. I just it. don't have that flow. Like, <laughs> mm, you, you just know, got I got your, that happy dance. You got vibes. that happy dance. <laughs> All right. This is a serious self-help podcast. Let me pull up my notes that I took on you. No. One at a time. Oh, my God. <laughs> when are you releasing that shit again? Right? This is God. This is God talking through you. God is like, Caitlin, 
I hope God doesn't you look like to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> Trump was right if God looks like me, and that's not good. <laughs> He's telling me to finish what I started, and that is a very special project for me because it was actually insight for me into a world that I didn't actually know that I was like digging into. So this was from our senior time. Finally, let me get back to what we. <laughs> I don't want. Second wanna. thing that I wanted to say, apart <sighs> from acknowledging how amazing you're doing. Talitha! <laughs> Talitha, come on, bucked up. <laughs> I cannot believe we like deviated from that for like 15 minutes. But yes, I girl, I hope we're making you happy. <laughs> I don't think we are. <laughs> we love you. We, yeah, we do. That um, but that was where the, the space where I um, got the chance to work on one at a time. And that was a focus on Dr. Richie Jimenez. And he is... Um, a very hardworking and faithful individual who dedicates um, an incredible portion of his free time um, to liberating um, youth who are committed to um, gangs in New York City. And whether it be because of like bondage from like their parents trying to pay off a drug debt or like their parents something like a brother affiliated with something else like regardless he's there trying to mediate um conversations between like the family and the gang to try to release the child um without having to pay i don't know i never know how to say this word is it restitution restitutions yes restitutions thank you can can you what is the english language (laughs) what does that even mean (laughs) no i I yeah, I mean, I can't even say it. So Restitu- <laughs> Restitution. One more time for me. Restitutions. Got it. Restitutions. Next time, hopefully, I'll get it. All right. Maybe we'll, we'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, this could say. This could say because this is my truth. I never know how to say that word. Do, do you want the definition, Sam? Yeah, read the de- definition. I couldn't even <laughs> say the word definition, so I... <laughs> <laughs> read the defini- defini- definition of definition. <laughs> the definition of restitution is a restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner. You can't use the word restoration in restitution. Because uh, that just makes me feel stupid. Because I know what restoration means. The recompense means. for injury. The recompense. I've never heard the word recompense before. Irish uses it all the time, obviously. Do you know he what looks that word like someone that would. He, he does. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I don't even. Uh, once again, I don't know, even know how to say. See, this is why I hate myself. Is because I was trying to talk to you about gang intervention, and then we just went on a horrible rant. I about went on a rant about how I just like English is just not for me. <laughs> Y'all were going through it. I'm just like English is emojis only. You could define it. I'm just still for every struggle. English word we learn on this podcast, <laughs> you have to teach us one as well. <laughs> me yeah <laughs> no you have to teach us a different language word oh i can we can learn some italian yes. oh yeah, that's what you're you studied italian yes that was my minor i was not dancing <laughs> i was not <laughs> <laughs> i see you hit it well <laughs> but i was wait I wait was wait wait we're gonna talk about italian but we have to go back to the gang intervention yes, i'm such so a bad sorry. host i'm so Don't sorry because i will do it i'll go on 10 different tangents <laughs> we'll do it we'll cover it all and i still want to talk about your car accident oh but lord <laughs> yes that we'll tried me <laughs> i gotta do one of these <laughs> oh yeah that's to get back on topic oh okay all right okay what was the topic which one did you want again um <laughs> 
Oh, yes, one at a time, one at a time. Uh, so, Dr. Yes. Richie Jimenez yes. with the gang yes. intervention. Yes. You had yes. a podcast yes. called One at a Time that you studied for, that you put out for your senior seminar with Talitha. Yes, and I, for that one, did a epi- one episode that I released. It's supposed to be a three-part series. Guys, if I'm going to be real. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to find that it. Episode. Yes, I have that thing hidden, hidden, because I'm like, I'm going to cut back to you, and I'm going to also re-record that first episode, because, Lord... Talita, I appreciate your grace. Thank you for your mercy because, baby girl, (laughs) (laughs) that thing I recorded in like half of of it in the closet. (laughs) Shout out to Gabby 101. I that was a, an insane class. Oh, we had no work, but all the work, all at the same time. <laughs> my senior year was a mess. Yeah, it was mine so too. So me recording my podcast in the in the closet was like, I say, like, Kaylee, this is not surprising. How did you meet? <laughs> how did you meet him? How did you get into yes, gang I, gang intervention? I was working for the AmeriCorps um, with Children's Aid Society, and he was one of the um, like higher leaders at the office in um, Children's Aid Society. So he's always been involved with, like, youth work. And that's, like, that's always been his full-time job. So this dude works, like, <clears throat> 40 hours a week. And then in his free time, like, like a lot of his free time and, like, very little sleep. Like, this man, if you listen to that one episode that I have very hidden. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to <laughs> tag you in that one I, when this episode comes out. I'll re-record it, I swear, because this is what I was saying. God is telling me to finish what I started. Um, but, yeah, so he has a very strict schedule with himself. And he, like, he has, like, his dog. He has, like, that he walks. And he has, like, only five hours of sleep, so a sleep of day. And he's, like, always traveling around the New York City, like, trying to um, visit different families, learn from different people that need help. It's a lot for him. Sorry, I just didn't want to interrupt you, and then I just I kept, like, and then I kept <laughs> making the noise, and I just went, I went to a different world for a second. No, but I did listen, <laughs> I did listen to that episode when it came out. Yes, I, you had the privilege. Of I did. I was very lucky. No, but he, it's <laughs> actually funny because he, he, his dedication to still working on his mental praying every morning is. Honestly, something that if you've listened back to a past podcast, I haven't uh, given him the credit for, but it's something I do. I didn't do it this morning because I slept on this couch, but every morning I meditate. I do yoga every single morning. Who do you do yoga with? Do you, I um, do yoga with, shout out yoga with Sarah Beth on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I do uh, yoga in the darkness with um, a candle. <laughs> That's a strange name for a youth. <laughs> Yoga in the darkness with a candle. I'm writing that down. <laughs> and then I actually realized, um, like, because of Dalita, that I wasn't doing yoga, that I've just been stretching. <laughs> See, I want to... Talitha, you're killing the yoga game. I am too scared killing to film it. myself doing it because, do like... Do it. You maybe you no inspire wants, me. No one wants to see me do yoga. <laughs> you inspire me to actually do yoga. You're like, like, this I'm fuck can yoga. do it? I can definitely do, you, do it. I don't know if you've ever met August. August from Wheaton. Yeah, uh-huh. I told him, I was like, yes, I do yoga every morning. I, like, sent this tweet. I was like, um, meditate every morning, um, like, pray, um, do yoga. And then he, like, asked me about it, and I was like researching for him like what i was gonna send him and i was like oh 
I haven't been doing yoga. <laughs> I've been stretching. <laughs> no, so there's this woman yoga with Sarah Beth on oh YouTube, God, and she's amazing, and it's really intuitive, and it's that's how I kind of got into it, and I do it every day, and it really has affected mm. my mental state and how my body's not sore. Like I don't get sore. I'm what never I, what sore. What did I do before we started? Where's my icy, icy hot? hot. You've had to put that icy hat on. I don't want to put. Don't put that on camera. I don't want to be sponsored by icy hot. Excuse. You had a crazy ass. Because why would you do that? I was real stupid. Why would you do so that? So I just emptied a full bottle of icy hot, or it was like half one, and I rubbed it all over my legs after a long run you one day. I bucked. I bucked <laughs> up, and um. And then an hour later, I just OD'd on Icy Hot. I was shaking and I was sweating and I couldn't sleep. It was six hours of hell. But you have the nerve. What gets me upset is that you have the nerve to blame Icy Hot when you you bucked up. Yeah. Like, you need to be, you got to be kicked <laughs> Thank out. you. Thank you. I need that. I, need, I needed you to say that. I'm going to take full. Icy Hot still got it. Icy Hot still got it. So, okay. Icy Hot, you can no, still you sponsor us. But no, you haven't relieved my pain, so... But it's also part of it's me. It's me. I need to go back to doing my, Your my yoga stretching. Oh, yeah, yoga with Sarah Beth. She has a million subscribers on YouTube. Still trying to get her on the podcast. Ooh, <laughs> little by little, baby steps. Uh, baby steps. So your car accident. You said oh. that that really like changed your uh, your path like that. Yes, it was. It was a. It was an, ac- an incredible experience because it was. Um, I was in an. An entire state of like awareness. I was not really ever distraught by the car accident, which is something that I would have fully expected myself to be. Like I would have expected myself to be like completely shaken up, emotional, um, screaming. The only time I started screaming was when I was talking to my father. Cause my father just you know you know he knows how to irk me. I don't know. I don't know your <laughs> he father. Knows, he knows <laughs> how to irk me. Well, if you, my friends listening. <laughs> they know he just knows how to tap the right like say mm. ask the right questions and just I'm like Bobby. Get, yeah Bobby. so yeah so that was the only time i was screaming i was just like i got off the phone with him and then i called 911 but i was chasing that girl because this girl had the nerve to hit me hit me and then just drive off wait so what happened so i was driving peacefully and i was surprised don't play all innocent you were on your phone <laughs> No, I wasn't. <laughs> I'm just <kidding. laughs> I was. It was actually the start of my drive. I. <clears throat> so this is when I was working in national news. I don't want to say I was miserable, <laughs> but it was. But I was looking for an accident. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean that job was just like I was like always like playing with fire. Like I was le- leaving like for like a twenty-five minute commute, like around like eight eight. Um, 840 maybe Mm-mm. i was just like you know you can't get your yoga you get enough of me in. you get enough of me 50 hours of me and you 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 can't let me have five minutes to myself that's why in your local me. news no benefits 50 hours a week for one sick hour excuse me i'm gonna take these five minutes <laughs> excuse me <laughs> i'm gonna take these five minutes so i actually cbs like, we're talking to you i i take my drives either listening for pot to podcasts to music some gospel you never know i like but at that time yes 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 so yes i was i don't know how but i was being in complete silence i don't that's rare for me i'm usually talking to myself out loud um you like, like to film little videos <laughs> no no no. going through my day or like trying to figure out my own thoughts and talking out loud makes me help me like get out my crazy ass brain 
Um, so, but that time I was in complete silence and I was peeping that this girl was like a little reckless. I'm like, that's why I'm staying in this lane, girl. That's why I'm staying in this lane. Homegirl still, still got in my lane with such little time and space. She hits me and just is like, now would be a good time to press the gas. And I'm like, bitch. I'm sorry. Is that okay? Yeah, the show's called Bucked Up. I think okay, you can bitch. say the word bitch. I was like, bitch. bitch. <laughs> no, you didn't. And I think if you watch that video, I took like a literal second of breath. Just like, I was just like, wow, she really just hit me. And then I was like, all right, now we got to press this motherfucking gas you and catch it up. Fast and At that time, style. I was also trying to, so I always have like, Sam, this is just ridiculous. I told you my memory is bad, but I was like four months into working this. No, I was five months into working this job and I was still putting the GPS. Stick to keep your story straight. No, I was keeping the G I had the GPS on my um on like to get me to work. I still have my GPS to get me to work mm -hmm. because I have such bad memory and I supposedly don't I remember use GPS my all So too. I always have my phone there and so I just flipped my camera and I started taking pictures of her license plate. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I swiped and I was like, oh my God, call Poppy. And that's when I started the screaming rant and I called the police and that's whatever. So she ended up slowing down after she took a whole exit, whatever the case may be. But um, it was a complete moment of like chaos but i was very grounded the entire time and i think that that was the reason why it was such a significant moment for me because i love how you were like keep your story straight by the way I was, that <laughs> was a joke i just wanted to tell you because i was like oh my god i literally have five months at this job and i still have the gps on to get me to work Kately, you don't know the 20 minute commute it's embarrassing anyways i like getting called out <laughs> no i love that i was like that's funny <laughs> Kately, you talk a lot That'd be me when I'm editing. I'm interviewing you. You can talk all you want. Chatting. <laughs> Anyways, so I was very grounded throughout that moment. And I didn't um, know that I was at that point in life. After, like, from August to, like, October, there was, like, complete chaos in my life. Like, it was, like, a lot of disorder. Um, and I was, throughout that time, trying to at least stay, like, calm and patient throughout it and focused and journaling and all of that stuff. And so um, to have experienced that moment two months later, I was like, maybe all the stuff that I've been doing is working. And so that's why it was a really significant and really revealing moment for me because I was like, oh, Kaylee, you're growing and you're adulting. <laughs> yeah, when... When stuff hits, when shit hits the fan, when like you do get to a bad place, rock bottom at that point in your life, because we were talking about how we're young and rock bottom might not even have hit yet. I was like, rock might not have. Ani's like, shut the fuck up. It is like, going to hit in three years. <laughs> you won't. One you don't second. know shit. But, I, I really, I swear, twenty nineteen was my rock bottom. But we'll see, Caitlyn. But do you feel like your I know you you uh, you talk about uh, religion and spirituality a lot in your mm -hmm. connection. Do you think that helps you stay calm? Like, do you think the... Oh, yes. And Sam, this is actually... I feel like this is, like, once again... This is the second time now I say something about you and God. <laughs> but this is how I'm starting my week. And Saturday is actually the day that I'm going to get baptized. And Wow. Yeah. And I started like this whole like commitment. It's okay. That was that was a, a sign. Kaylee, you're in tune. But yes, yeah, so um, I love all these. Um, so yes, yeah, like grandmother's Dell. 
I always just always picture old people's computers always sounds, making those this noises. This is like the sounds of my my computer when I was like nine years old. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So back yeah. to your back. So yes, around uh, August last year was when I like committed to my my faith and and God. And so this is like all this is a lovely way to start the week with you, Sam. I really and appreciate you reminding me, Kaylee. You gotta get back on one at a time. Um, what made you g- feel like you were? Why did that happen so uh, so late? Lord Jesus. First of all, one moment that I like, one thing that I would like to acknowledge is that I always envisioned it being like, look, I'm gonna have to get baptized um, right before I get married because like I'm a, if I get want to get married in the church, I'm gonna have to get baptized. But I love it that it wasn't that moment. I love that it was very personal and it had nothing to do with love and nothing oh. to do with like marriage or anything. So I'm happy about that because I love to have these little fantasies and then God is like burst bubble. Kaylee, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't <laughs> expect anything. N- yes, Kaylee, be learning now. I'm learning. Yes, yeah, so no, no, no more um, of that expectation, obviously. But um, get out there. Sorry, I had a whole hair in my. <laughs> it's okay. We're talking about why you, why you like, had a spiritual connection. So yes, yeah, so um, that, like I said, August um, through October, very, very, very rough time, but. Prior to that, it was actually like the point of my life where I like to call like, and that was senior prior, senior year prior to that is what I'm referring to that time period. It was like what I like to refer to my, as my period of darkness, and I also talk about this in my um, my latest YouTube video. Um, Twenty together years. with Kaylee, get yes. it get it on YouTube. Um, <laughs> so that at that point in time, I really wasn't really unaware. It was like the complete opposite of what I was doing last year, which was like trying to like journal, at least being in tune with my feelings. What am I going through? What do I need to fix? Whatever. I was doing the total opposite of um, that my senior year. I was like oblivious to what was going on. And I didn't really have any connection to my faith. I was just like surviving, living life. Um, and then August was when like shit hit the fan. And there was like um things happening in my life like on a weekly basis just like back to back like just it it felt like a very defeating um, moment in life but that was when I like had like an epiphany I was like oh shit God exists (laughs) yeah and I was like whoa you could help me Ray and that's how it got it happened yep that I think (laughs) I was like like, in complete darkness and I was like oh shit Dude. <laughs> I feel embarrassed to talk about this, but I I agree. I had a lot of bad things happen to me, mm. and I feel like that was the world saying, "Hey, like you got to change." And that's when I've got uh, spiritual. And when was that for you? Um, four or five months ago, six months, six months. It was right around the start of this podcast, actually, mm. where it was like, I uh, it was like. Uh, I had been broken up with, then quarantine hit, and then I was unable to do stand up, and then I was just like, I didn't have anything, and then I was kind, of, and then just I started getting sadder and sadder, and then I was like, oh, I need to pull myself up, and there's things that can help me with that, and journaling was a really big part of it. I got into Sam, journaling. We like we overcame a lot of the similar things in in the same way, and we got the same birthday. Journaling and the birthday—that's exactly what I was gonna say. Birthday twins, (laughs) July seventeenth. It's both our birthdays. (laughs) I know. All right, we gotta have like a birthday episode next year. Ooh, I'm down. All right, down. But no, it was that the journaling was a real big thing because I was like, who am I talking to right now? Because I'm talking to someone that isn't Mm -hmm. me. But it's my higher self. That's, yeah. And it's all about becoming 
your best self and connecting to your higher self because that's the person when you're journaling that uh, out of nowhere will just be like, come on, man, you gotta you gotta change this. And it's so important to be at least in communication mm-hmm. with like your higher self, and journaling gives you that space. And that's why it's so it's too bad that those words have so much weight, like God and like spirituality, mm-hmm. and they like they hold certain things to certain people where that when you start talking about it, they automatically yeah, check shut out. Off. Yeah. But it's like. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, so I'm just going to use the words in my vernacular that right. I know for for what I'm feeling in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, yeah, it's just been such a relief, like, journaling and God. And, like, my spirituality has definitely carried me through the pandemic in so many ways. Apart from my slacking, like I said, because together with Kaylee, like, I try so hard. Um, what made you like really start that? Like, what made you want to be like, okay, uh, it's that time to... Epiphany in October. I was like, you don't want to be an on-air um, talent. Like, you have to sort of start giving you the yourself at least a chance of being the type of on-air person you want to be. And that's like, at least I could pursue that or start that off with blogging. Um, and I think that these things, these opportunities, are like aff- affirmations that I like enjoy this. That this is for me, and so I'm gonna keep going. You're good at it, yeah. and I I really do like your videos because your first one or not your first one, but you had the one, like you do everything. That's what I like <laughs> about having this podcast is I can interview all types of people. It's dope. And that's like you, like you had your first one where you're scratching scratch tickets, <laughs> and then you had your 23 life lessons for yeah. your a birthday, and that was great. So were those all pre-recorded and now you're yeah. putting them out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, there's always a delay. There's always a delay. Um, but I like to, at least since October, I had already like a list of things that I would have loved to do um, for a platform when I got the chance. And that's what local news did for mm-hmm. me. It gave me the chance to breathe. I was not working 50 hours a week. I work 40 hours a week. And now I have benefits, guys. This is my what? third day off from work Ooh. oh shit you didn't have to work s- three months for that <laughs> for that <laughs> right. seven hours right it's ridiculous but now i get to like i have now no no bedtime that's what i was like i told sam i was like i'm flexible i could do whatever <laughs> <laughs> i can stay up till 7 45 i can be downtown at seven <laughs> o'clock still <laughs> but like um so i was always like in october i was like whenever i get the chance to work on this these are the types of things that I would like to um, do. So I already had like a list of ideas that I wanted to go through. And so before Corona hit, I was going like I had a routine. I was doing like one a week and all these things. But then Corona disoriented me. And then I started slacking and cutting some more slack and cutting some more slack. And I'm like, get it together. Don't blame Corona. You have time. Not together with Kaylee. Get it together, Kaylee. (laughs) The spinoff show. (laughs) (laughs) This is my real life. Get it together, Kaylee. No, but it is. It's. You just have to stay consistent with it and you have to like not let yourself cut, like not let yourself fuck around. Like I was lucky that I had banked up. I'm giving some insider talk right now, but I was lucky that I had banked up some episodes. So I haven't recorded. This is the first time I'm recording in three or four weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I made it that I had to have an episode out every week. That was the one thing I like promised myself, but you edit yourself and it's tough. But isn't it nice being in charge of yourself? Like it not is. like be you're the one that you're controlling. Like yes, it's I I'm really happy with like like I said like every part of the experience and definitely being the one like connected to it. Only one really um 
overlooking it is really um, an enjoyable part of it because, like I said, the way I'd be running my mouth, I'm just like, Kaylee, cut that, cut that, cut that. And the the things that are probably not funny, like, I'm really not that funny. And so... <laughs> don't don't cut so yourself, they're funny. I get to cut all, all of that, and it's perfect. It works out in my favor. <laughs> Do you like your voice? No. Isn't no. it isn't it horrible? Yeah. Not not <laughs> that sounded so mean. Wait. No, it it's sounded my like <laughs> it's my voice. <laughs> it sounded like I was saying, isn't no. your voice so no, horrible? It's in a horrible but experience. I meant your own yeah. hearing your own voice. It's bizarre. I'm so sorry. And I we brought have to put, this is one of like the peppies of what we do. Like yeah. we have to I brought you on my self help podcast and I talk shit about your hairline, your no, voice. No, 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 no. I your work ethic. I this is how I feel about my own voice regardless. So mm. So do you think the vlogging is like... Oh, wait, I wanted to say something about consistency that you mentioned. You just said you had, you said you have to be consistent. Thank you for keeping me consistent in this conversation. No, no, no. Yeah, I just wanted to plug what my cousin said yesterday because this, oh my gosh, she blew my mind. I, I love saying I want consistency. I need consistency. And then she was like, um, are you being consistent? And I was like, oh, <laughs> you just, I felt like I was slapped in the face. I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I'm supposed to be consistent. <laughs> I ask. I don't do. I was like, whoa. I I didn't think that was... <laughs> it's true. I didn't even think about... Like, I, I guess, like, of course, I like I expect consistency and I try to stay on top of certain things, but I never thought about it. Like, Caitly, you need to be... I don't know why that never That was my me. epiphany. <laughs> no, that was my epiphany when I started journaling and mm. to bring it back to that is I was like, oh, humans are creatures of habit like we get addicted yeah. to things whether it be good or bad My easily and i know i don't i know i talk about this a lot on the podcast but it's like you ha you can force yourself to get addicted to the good things because it's so easy to get addicted to slacking or getting addicted to eating napping. bad food every day napping but like if i force myself to do yoga every day for 60 days then i'm going to be addicted to yoga and i'm going to have to do it so if I can give up that 60 days or meditating or uh, this is now the 11th episode of the podcast. That's 11 weeks straight that I stayed consistent that I was going to thank you. And I, I'm not. This is what I mean. That was one of the first things I wanted to acknowledge once again. And I still waited like what? <laughs> 20 minutes. You're doing it. I 11. appreciate it. But it's it's not for anyone other than myself because I realize that I'm at my happiest when I'm consistent with myself. Yes, I think I just, I needed someone to say that. I was just like, whoa. Are you I mean to, to yourself? Or are you mean, too nice to yourself? I just, I have a lot of like, I feel like I have a lot of responsibilities. So I get clouded with the ideas, like as long as I fulfill my responsibilities, like I'm doing good. But now um, getting the chance to like have the breathing room of just like a full-time job that doesn't exploit me. Like now I also have to be consistent with not just like my responsibilities and my family life, my professional life, but like I have personal time and I, I have the chance to work on passion projects. I should be consistent with those things. And now I'm like, um, if if I want them to work out, I need to do that. And so now I'm learning that. But I was really, like, happy with just, like, I'm fulfilling my responsibilities. Like, I'm doing good at work. I'm doing good with my family. But now I'm like, Kately, you need to pick up the slack. Because your mental health is such, like, a... Yeah, it's so tied with, like, my passion project. Like, it, it gives me the chance to, like... I whether people watch or not, like, I'm communicating with people. I'm expressing, like, a material content um, um, that I enjoy, that I feel like 
would benefit the lives of others. When I watch documentaries and I see like about someone and they're showing videos of them when they're younger, I always think like, man, that's so cool that they have that from when they're younger. But we're doing that. Like, I think about that, like in 20 years from now, it's going to be really cool to watch this (laughs) and be like, that's what I was thinking about. Like, that'll be like, honestly, that is the whole reason for doing this. Like, that makes me so happy to think like, even too much of that, even (laughs) if this doesn't go anywhere, it'll be really cool to just be like, man, you did that. And I also I love that because it also comes with journaling because you get to see the progress. I love looking back at my journaling. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate it so much. (laughs) Like you talk 12 days in a row about that person. (laughs) 12. It's actually the real number is about 40. (laughs) I actually it was it was around it was actually around 43 days that I wrote about the same person. All right. We're not talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) I would never count, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll learn to never count. (laughs) You just gotta. If that was a moment, it was a moment. It was. But that's part of it. Like a few months from now, like yes, it might have been forty-three days. That was at the beginning, though. That was when I just started (laughs) talking. I'm better now. (laughs) This is that. This is the pre-self-help podcast. It's gonna be so much further along in terms of your progress, and you're gonna be like, see. Fuck that little face. But it's so. <laughs> I already You're am not like, be fuck like, let's that. like. Let's not talk about it. Do you time. think I want. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> no, but it's tough. It, that's another thing where it's like, all right, I got stand up. I got podcasting. I got. Um, I got working out every day. Like, I got to stay fit. My I got. Uh, <laughs> do you. Is it hard? Well, you live in the city. I, is it Planet hard? Planet Fitness was working. Me and Planet Fitness were working out. Um, is what well you you were working at Planet Fit? You were working out at Planet Fitness, yes, and it closed and it back down again. Because Corona. My gym didn't. Th- my gym opened up early, and it was nice. But I run outside because I live oh, in a I don't more. Run. One of my Caitlyn rules is I only <laughs> run for the bus or the train. <laughs> That's a rule. I don't run. That's not a good rule to have. I don't That's run. resistant. I hate running for the train Do and you bus. Chase? Chase who what for what people no absolutely like, I might do a light jog I mean like I'm emotionally like, chase oh emotionally chase because running emotionally is the same as Yikes. running physically um <laughs> I'm gonna well, get that I'm gonna put that on a bumper sticker <laughs> <laughs> wait as a cancer hmm, I'm just so emotional that I am too. I I do you identify with uh, with your sign? I, 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 I love I that I got to ask this because I wanted to ask this and I know. I, okay, good. I actually don't know much about it, but every time someone tells me, I'm like, God damn it, that's me. <laughs> like, I'm so emotional. I cry so much. It's really bad. Can I, we high five over yeah. that? Yay. What's that? Oh, that's a. Look at each other's elbow and you can have a. Yay. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah, but <laughs> what else is a cancer? Cancer qualities? I don't even know. I mean, do you feel like you're an overthinker oh yeah daydreamer like uh, like mm-hmm. fantasy maker type of not fan yeah yeah i make people's fantasies so. <laughs> i don't know that was the stupidest thing i could have ever said no, I'm, uh, i like the bumper sticker one though yeah <laughs> <laughs> bucked up we make people's fantasies come true <laughs> oh man but cancers man i i with in terms of the emotional i definitely feel like the only answer for me in terms of chasing people is yes 
but I'm. But you don't with run. That. You gotta run. I run every day. Not today. I say that, but, but I'm I don't like. How I to set boundaries. What's your workout of choice? Um. Not <laughs> stretching. If I'm being real. Stretching, <laughs> stretching yoga. <laughs> Power yoga is great. No, I don't like. Um, I can teach you a few like poses. We can do like warrior one, warrior two, vinyasa. If, if those are as advanced as Talitas, no. Talitha, I'm coming for you with this <laughs> yoga game. I would be very surprised if yoga she gets off. past 45 seconds of off. this podcast. She's going to hear the intro and be like... It took them 20 minutes to... <laughs> no, she's going to hear that intro song and be like, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> oh, my God. No. She's going to love it. I appreciate, she's gonna love it. I appreciate you being on, Kately. I really do. Thank you so much. Do you want to plug um, your... I'm going to post your article... Yeah. I'll post your podcast when you re-record it. Okay. And I'm going to keep. Thanks for checking me. Of course. <laughs> I, and I be, I'm going to be texting. Hey, are you are you getting to work? Yes. I'm going to keep you in check. I'm your. I'm your your spiritual guide to you, thank you. hard work. Thank you. I mean this. Yep. <laughs> but um no do you want to plug together yes. with Kaylee? yes so okay i have the co the content coming up i am excited because it's gonna focus a lot more like the li the last video that i did 23 years 23 life lessons i want to stay along that route and i want to um discuss some of like the healing things like we talked a lot about journaling and faith um and i want to dive a little bit deeper into that conversation and the role is playing in my life and i'm also going to be going on a live with um with an, a fellow Wheaties, a Wheaties, Wheaties mom. So do you do you know Anissa? Oh, I love Anissa. She, okay. she follows the podcast. One of the very few Wheaton people <laughs> who follow the podcast. You go, girl. Shouts out happy Anissa. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Yeah, happy belated birthday. Shouts out Tola too. <laughs> so so yes, yeah, so her mom and I are gonna do a live, and we're also gonna dis discuss um, journaling and stuff like that. So. Um, yes, follow Together with Kate Lee on Instagram. It's together and then with is with the period W period Kate Lee. And I'll uh, tag you on all that stuff. Thank you if you guys actually listen to the end of this podcast. I love you all. Aww. And um, we'll end with the intro song it for one last time with a dance party. And a Hit that whoa. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. This is now a dancing podcast. Now you fucked up. Now Thank you, you everyone. Up. Thank you for having me. You on Go FNMS at Wheaton. <laughs> this is brought to you by Talitha Spiritu. And Loyal Oil Girl. Get your Loyal Oil. <laughs> <laughs>